Do people feel like making some noise tonight? You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Cookie Monster's favorite radio station. Good night, Chicago!
Good afternoon. You are listening to yet another edition of Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio. And I'm your host, Aaron, and I'll be bringing you until 7.30 this evening, oh, a selection of Canadian psychedelia, garage rock, freak beat, acid punk, some prog, 
and other socially and relevant socially musically relevant artifacts from 1965 to today as i always do and that um yeah this is kind of our canada day episode even though canada day was <clears throat> tuesday and i did an all collector's spotlight on uh, last show also for canada day so straddling it as it were and uh this is i guess let's carry on the festivities shall we I mean, the people across the street from my job at Sugoi, um, you know, that the fact that Wednesday was July the 2nd didn't stop them from having a Canada Day party and hiring a band to play Summer of 69 five times. There you go. I started that off with Souls of Inspiration out of Sherbrooke, Quebec, and their one album, which was released in 1970, and that was Seasons of Change. Not quite the song I thought I was going to play, but played it anyway. Um... In fact, you, you, it's one of these things. You're just listening. Uh, you don't know how much chaos is reigning here in the studio tonight. I'm not going to go into that. But, uh, yeah. Um, Souls of Inspiration followed that with some Vancouver, vintage Vancouver uh, local success story. Um, one of the handful from that period. A band called Spring and Country Boy Named Willie. A song which you've probably heard if you listen to CL650 more than uh, a little bit rarely. And, excuse me, the last song you heard was um, You Don't Notice the Time You Waste by Toronto's It's All Meat. That being the B-side for their song Feel It, uh, which popped up on one of the Pebbles compilations. I think it popped up on Pebbles Volume 9, but... If Jeremy's listening, he can correct me on that because he's got that album and I don't. Anyway, carrying right along. Um, here's some more recent uh, retro psych from Kingston, Ontario's Orange Alabaster Mushroom.
electric prunes for Vox, bringing you the exciting new sound of the Vox wah-wah pedal. Let the electric prunes demonstrate the difference. Play it prunes first without the wah-wah pedal. Now, listen to the difference when you push that Vox wah-wah pedal down. You can even make your guitar sound like a sitar. It's the now sound. It's what's happening. That's why the electric prunes, animals, Herman's Hermits, Paul Revere and the Raiders, Stones, the Seeds are all using the Vox Wah Wah pedal, and it works with any amplifier. If you're a professional musician or want to sound like one, get with the new Vox Wah Wah pedal at your Vox dealer now. As demonstrated on Rumble Tone Radio Agogo, heard Wednesdays from 3 till 5 p.m. here on CITR. How long do you think it'll be before I can do the show? You're starting tonight. Well, do it live! If you talk to the average teenager of today and you ask them what it is about rock and roll music that they like, the first thing they'll say is the beat, the beat, the beat. The Biltmore Cabaret at 395 Kingsway is Vancouver's newest live showroom devoted to independent music of all genres. But a lot of these groups are nothing but pure uh, carnality and uh, fleshly and so forth. But... Check out BiltmoreCabaret.com for upcoming show info and DJ nights. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? Whoop. That ended a little bit faster than I thought it would. Uh, we're back on Stereoscopic Readout. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver. Um, that set, lots of titles, uh, only seemed to last about 15 minutes. Um, I think the uh, writing uh, writing of pop music back in those days, I think um, it's been termed, I th- if you listen to Charles Burnham's show he'll he'll refer to the three minute masterpiece and i think by the 60s uh the songs were allegedly up to about three and a half minutes but um i've i've been finding out there's a lot of music which was recorded in a single format that uh rarely cracked more than two and a half minutes um but of course some of the music in that set certainly did uh started off with two songs from the orange alabaster mushroom uh, Ethel Tryptamine Gloss started us off, and I followed that with Your Faces in My Mind. I followed that with some music from Eastern Ontario, Don Norman and the other four, Your Place in My Heart. Um, then we pop back here to Vancouver and the Northwest Company doing Eight Hour Day. Um, Heard next from Edmonton's 49th Parallel and uh, the A-side of their first single, their debut single in 1967, that was Laborer, and went back to Vancouver's Long Time Coming with Paper Rose, and that was recorded in, that was recorded in 1970, although it does seem to have like a bit of an earlier sound to it. Anyway, uh, where are we at here? Yes. As I as I mentioned earlier, I'll be with you till 7.30 this evening, uh, but Bleak will not be taking over this evening. Uh, he's You will be hearing a uh, repeat broadcast of an earlier show that he did, and then at 9 p.m., Ben is in for Rumble... Uh, not Rumble, <laughs> live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, and there is a list at www.citr.ca of... The July 
schedule for the bands who are going to be on the show. Um, I think tonight it's OK Vancouver OK, but I will have to check on that. But another reason for you to check out uh, the CITR.ca is the podcast feature. And if you're tuning in halfway through anybody's show, or um, you've heard a PSA for another show which sounds interesting, but don't say it happens to be on while you're at work or 1 o'clock in the morning, go to CITR.ca, hit the very obvious podcast link. You'll see a menu of all the shows that uh, do podcasts. Choose which one you like, open it up. You will probably see three to five different shows uh, which you can download. And you can either open it directly into a web browser. Sorry, a um, yeah, you can either stream it directly off the uh, browser or you can download it by right clicking, save as, etc., etc. But you all know that you're web savvy people. This is a bunch of non web savvy people because there wasn't really much of an internet in 1967. This is. I'll have to check. It's either Sault Ste. Marie or Thunder Bay, but this is the Amen with uh, the rather decapo flavored, or at least titled, Carnivals and Cotton Candy.
tried so hard to be here You never thought it would end this way Love I told you Just overwhelmed meeting uh, Mr. Trudeau because he's really such a beautiful person, more beautiful than we expected. What took so long in there? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. How long was it? Such we don't. An agreeable know. conversation. That's why. Could you tell us some of the specific things that you talked about? Can you? Uh, we can't be too specific because we d we talked in generalizations. Do you? Are your views somewhat similar? Uh, we we all have views of. Uh, we want hope for the future, and in that respect, our views are similar. Can you achieve anything by talking generalizations? Uh, well, let me say that we achieve something by communication, and talk, even old-fashioned as it is, as a communication method, it is still the method we use, and talk is the basic start to any communication. And also, we got great incentive by just meeting him and seeing that uh, there are such people like him in uh, the...
That was from Northern Ontario somewhere. We I don't exactly know yet. Haven't found out. Um, could mean North Bay. Could mean ooh, Sudbury. Um, that was the Plastic Cloud from uh, their reissued album on Pacemaker Records. Um, props to Pacemaker. I mean, obviously they're flying the Canadian psych flag pretty high, making um, uh, reissuing all kinds of stuff as uh, they find it and including as much information as they can. But for some reason, the Plastic Cloud, they just mention Northern Ontario, and that's about as far as it goes. Um, but yeah, apparently Plastic Cloud, I mean, not Plastic Cloud, Pacemaker, also behind, um, well, let's take a look here. I believe behind the Passing Fancy I played and the 49th Parallel I played and the Souls of Inspiration I played and... Also, I think this year sometime uh, both Kensington Market albums are due for a re-release on Pacemaker as well. But I'm digressing. I started that off with The Amen and Carnivals and Cotton Candy. I wonder if that is a reference to the song By Love, which was written by Brian McLean for their DiCapo album Orange Skies. Followed that with... Toronto's A Passing Fancy and Your Trip. Um, I think one member of the band, the singer Jay Telfer, went on to sing for a band called A Foot in Cold Water, which uh, does get a certain amount of AM radio airplay. 
The Underworld was also from Toronto, and they also they followed Passing Fancy with the track Go Away, Quiet Jungle, also from Toronto. <laughs> and the A-side of their first single, released in 1967 on Yorkville Records, uh, Ship of Dreams. Um, Yorkville being a responsible for a bunch of... Uh, for a bunch of Toronto bands such as, and I'm drawing a blank, I know it, Stitch in Time was one of them. I think Stitch in Time was lured out to Toronto from Halifax, but uh, the rather obvious uh, recreational distractions of the Yorkville village scene, which was kind of Toronto's um, uh, Kitsilano hippie central area in the 60s proved too much for them so they only ended up doing a cover of the beatles got to get you into my life with a horn section they got a horn section yes with a lot of echo on it i remember that part anyway i'm babbling and uh you are listening to stereoscopic readout on 101.9 fm citr a pre-recorded or a re re a rebroadcast of an earlier Exquisite Corpse show is coming up at 7.30. It was uh, bleak very suddenly, was not able to make it in today. Uh, Wishing him all the best on that. Uh, But as far as I know, Ben is in at 9 for Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. And I checked, and yes, it is OK Vancouver OK on this evening. In the meantime, we've still got about 30 minutes and change of stuff to play. Um... Wedged in that last set, you also had a uh, sample of Yoko Ono and John Lennon being interviewed by the CBC in 1969 on the topic of their conversation with Pierre Trudeau. And on this Canadian or this Canada Day show, this belated Canada Day show, we're going to also be hearing from Pierre Trudeau in the next set. Um, but I'm going to start something off. I'm going to start it off with some Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck, some local success story for you. Um, anyway, but before that, it's ticket giveaway time, and I have no idea who this is. But uh, the base on the basis of the name alone should be worth seeing. Uh, Friday, July the fourth. At the Plaza Club, we have two tickets to see Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. So uh, the first person to call me at 604-822-2487, that is 604-UBC-CITR, will win two tickets to see uh, this Friday. Oh, tomorrow. There we go. (laughs) Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum at the Plaza. Let's see those lines light up. Willow. Willow wept, for he had no other chance. Some men say in willows lies man's answer to his trance. Green, soft, long, bend for you, finger limbs. Back to earth, you hold a stillness all your own.
on satin pillows. We gazed into the stars and read our fortunes told. by the breeze. Sir, what is it with all these uh, men with guns around here? Haven't you noticed? Yeah, I've noticed them. I worry you people decided to have them. What's your worry? I'm not worried, but you so seem to be. not worried, what's your... I know where I'm, I'm worried about living in a town that's uh, full of people with guns running around in it. Are you? Have they done anything to you? Have they pushed you around or anything? They've pushed around friends of mine. Yeah? What were your friends doing? Trying to take pictures of them. Aha! Uh -huh. Is that against the law? No, not at all. 
Well, Does, doesn't it worry you having a town that you've got to resort to this kind of thing? No, it doesn't worry me. I think it's natural that if uh, people are being abducted, uh, that they be protected against such abduction. What would do? What would you do if uh, if a Quebec minister, another Quebec minister, were abducted, or a federal minister? Well, or but just, isn't that isn't that one of is, the? Is your position that uh, you should give in to the seven demands of the FMQ and? Uh... Not at all. My position is completely the opposite. What is your position? My position is that you don't give in to any of them. All right. But you don't protect yourselves against the possibility of blackmail. Well, how can you protect everybody that it's going to be a possible target without a much bigger military force, without putting somebody on everybody in the country, uh, turning it into almost a police state? Uh, so what do you suggest? That we protect nobody. How can you protect them all? Well, you can't protect them all, but are you therefore arguing that you can't, shouldn't protect any? Well, that's right. That's your position. Right. All right, so Pierre Laporte wasn't protected and he was abducted. If you had hindsight, would you not have preferred to protect him and Mr. Cross? Well, I'd say second guessing is pretty well, easy, well, but you can't well, do right, it. But I'm asking you to first guess now. No, because it's impossible. Would have been impossible to protect uh, cabinet ministers of the, uh, the provincial government or uh, diplomats? I would suspect so. With all the diplomats there are in this country? Well, we got a big army. You're going to use it up pretty fast at this rate. What do you mean at this rate? What, six I and seven? I can interpolate something here. You, you yeah. seem to be thinking this in your statement in the House this morning. You seem to be saying that you thought the press had been less than responsible in its coverage of the story so far. Could you elaborate on that? Not less, less than responsible. I was suggesting that I should perhaps use a bit more restraint, which you're not doing now. You're going to make a big news item of this, I'm sure. Well, the good respect you know, is the, a big news item. Uh, yeah, but the, 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 the main thing that the FLQ is trying to gain from this is a hell of a lot of publicity for the movement. Recognition. And yeah, and I'm suggesting that the more recognition you give to them, uh, the greater their victory is, and I'm not interested in giving them a victory. But would you, well, uh, uh, would you surely agree with the proposition that perhaps it is, uh, would be wise to use uh, less inflammatory terms than, uh, than bandits when you talk of a bunch of people who have the lives of two men in their hands? You don't think they're bandits? Well, regardless of what I think, I don't think I'd be inclined to wave a red flag in their face if they held two of my friends or colleagues uh, with guns at their heads. Well, first of all, I didn't call them bandits. I call, I call the people who were in jail now bandits, who had been uh, tried before the law and condemned to a prison term. And I said that you people should stop calling them political prisoners. They're not political prisoners. They're outlaws. They're, they're, they're criminal, uh, criminal prisoners. They're not political prisoners. And they're bandits. That's why they're in jail. But you seem, but with your army troops, you seem to be combating them as almost as though it is a war. And if it, if it is a war, oh, is anything that they say have validity? Don't be silly. We're not combating them if it's a war, but we're using some of the army as peace agents in order that the police be more free to do their job as policemen and uh, not spend their time uh, uh, guarding uh, your friends against uh, some form of kidnapping. But uh, you suggested, you said earlier that. Uh, that you would you protect them in this in this way, but you have said before that this kind of violence, uh, what you're fighting here, the kind of violence of the FLQ, can lead to a police state. Sure, well, that's what you're complaining about, isn't it? Well, yes, but I, surely that that decision is yours, not the FLQ's. Yeah, but I've asked you what your own logic is. It's to let them abduct anybody, not not give any protection to anyone, not call off the police. That seems to be your position. Not, not call off the police. Surely the police's job is, is to catch people who break the law. Yeah, but not to give protection uh, to, to those citizens who might be blackmailed for one reason or another. Which must be half the population of the country in one way or another. My, my life. 
I, I explain it badly, I think. But, but what you're talking about, I, to me, is choices. Yeah. And my choice is to live in a society that is free and democratic, which means that you don't have people with guns running around in it. All right, then you and one of And one of the things I have to give up for that choice mm -hmm. is the fact that people like you may be kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sir, if you had to write uh, now... Uh, but uh, that's, this isn't my choice, obviously. You know, I, uh, I think it's more important to uh, get rid of those who are committing violence against the total society and those who are trying to run the government through a parallel power by establishing their authority by kidnapping and blackmail. And I think it's our duty as a government to protect government officials and, uh, and, uh, and uh, important people in our society against being uh, used as tools in this blackmail. Now, you don't agree to this, but... Uh, I'm sure that, once again, with hindsight, you would have probably found it preferable if Mr. Cross and Mr. Laporte had been protected from kidnapping, which they weren't, because these, the steps we're taking now weren't taken. But uh, even with your hindsight, I don't see how you can, uh, can uh, deny that. No, I, I still go back to the choice that you, you have to make in the kind of society that you yeah, live well, in. There's a lot of bleeding hearts around who just don't like to see people with helmets and guns. All I can say is uh, go on and bleed, but it's more important to keep law and order in this society than to uh, uh, be worried about uh, weak-kneed people who uh, don't like the looks of, uh, of a at, at any family. cost? At any cost? How far would you go with that? How far would you extend that? Well, just watch me. <laughs>
Some Kensington Market there for you. Uh, from their first album, Avenue Road, that was Looking Glass. Started that set off with Vancouver's Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck from their 1969 debut homegrown stuff, uh, Walk Your Head Around. Followed that with possibly the, I think it would be my vote for the most infamous political quote um, in Canadian history, uh, Pierre Trudeau's Just Watch Me uh, interview. Uh, talking about the FLQ crisis in October of 1970. And I was too young. Obviously, I wasn't born yet in 1970. But, I mean, growing up in Quebec, especially in an English, uh, in the West, I mean, predominantly English, West Island suburbs. You know, I wasn't really around for the whole FLQ thing, but there was certain, it certainly did affect the shall we say, cultural consciousness. Uh, it was definitely on the cultural radar for years and years into the 1970s growing up. Um, there were lots of crackpots who would uh, make fake bomb threats. It seemed to be the the thing to do, as it were. Hey, where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> Followed that with uh, Simply Saucer from Hamilton uh, from their one and only release, uh, recorded 1975 and some live tracks from 1976-77. And uh, the album is Cyborgs Revisited, and the track you heard was The Mole Machine, one of the studio tracks that was recorded in Robert and Daniel Lanois' bed- uh, not bedroom, basement, basement in Hamilton. 
And then obviously closing that up with Toronto's Kensington Market. And uh, yeah, the we we've hit the home stretch of the show for tonight. Uh, stereoscopic readout. I'm your host Darren. This is 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver. Ben's waiting in the wings, but he's gonna have to wait for about another hour and 45 minutes because I we've got a rebroadcast of Exquisite Corpse. If you're just tuning in. Um, and just listening to the last bit of the show before you get to Bleak. Uh, Bleak is not in tonight. He had an emergency, uh, which we're very sorry to hear about. But wishing him all the best, and he will hopefully be back next week. But uh, we've got a good one for you. It's 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 from a few weeks ago. It's the something the twentieth century. I plundering the twentieth century, raiding the twentieth century. Oy. Anyway, um, I got some more p- mirth at the uh, expense of some former prime ministers coming up in the last set. But, of course, an all-Canada show, an all-Canadian band show, an all-CanCon show in honour of Canada Day would, of course, not be complete without some bent wind. So let's get to that. And, by the way, those Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum... Those Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum tickets are still up for grabs. That's for tomorrow night at the Plaza Club, uh, 822-2487-604, UBC, CITR. If you want free tickets, I mean, come on. They're free. With a name like that, how can you resist? Uh, give me a call. The tickets are still up for grab. Here for ben, here's for Bent here, Here's Bent Wynn.
Your Excellencies, Prime Minister, Chef des Partis de l'Opposition, Justices of the Supreme Court of Canada, Members of the Cabinet, Honorable Députés, Sénateurs et Sénatrices, Distinguished Members of the Press Gallery, Mesdames et Messieurs, Good evening. Peter Newman, go yourself. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and good night.